This podcast contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners. Any bleeps you may hear are to prevent the hosts from doxing themselves because they literally cannot resist the urge to publicly proclaim their address and social security numbers. If you hear any dead air, that's because Mike is a doofus and had such an incomprehensible take that we couldn't risk other people hearing it. I love Weezer. Oh boy, do I love Weezer. Beverly Hills, baby. <laughs> Beverly Hills, baby. No way. Wait, so I have to rewind. Can you narrate my life? I know. Marcus, like, did a really good job. Why is Mike deafened? Oh, my God. He's listening to it again, so he doesn't know I wrote that for Marcus. Um, He did a really good job. This is that. a certified Michael Wilson moment. Yeah, I know. I have to, I, I have to make sure that I go into post and clean some of the stuff up uh why did the second monitor just like go crazy stupid mode who that script me because mike has had such a brain dead take <laughs> i oh was like God. that's really offensive to brain dead people i think marcus yeah bro marcus, the vegetables are crying <laughs> marcus deserves snaps by the way for that was his cold read like he he like read that cold and did really good wow so all right, welcome everyone to the first official episode of Musical Chairs after episode zero, which was missing one of the hosts. So that's a really, really good, uh, really, really good. A really, way to... really bad episode. <laughs> yeah, um, and so of course we're gonna start things off here by letting Sophia introduce herself. Hello. All right, so Sophia introduced herself. <laughs> Sophia, tell us about who you are and. Um, why we should care about what you have to say. You should not care about what I have to say. Um, I'm just out here. Good answer. All right. Well, I feel like that's more than enough to work with on that. So, <laughs> yeah. So let's get things started. Just, you know, normally we would do a vibe check for everyone for this week, but I think we're just going to replace that because I know everyone probably is going would have brought the same thing, which is... Uh, this week's significant music news was that Takeoff yeah. was killed in a very unfortunate uh, and tragic incident. Yeah, I don't know how to describe yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, like, Some I mean, fucked it's, up shit. It's one really sad, but one of the things that I was thinking about for the rest of the day was it was another reminder of kind of how I take for granted. I think sometimes that I get to be alive at the same time as some artists if that makes sense um and i was thinking a lot about you know i'm not a huge migos fan but i would be really gutted if someone i was a fan of was killed in that way and it was making me think about all the artists that i really appreciate so it was kind of a i don't know i again didn't listen to migos a lot but this one hit me a lot harder than i was expecting it was it really made me sad I think one of the things that made this one hit so hard was, especially for, like, I know you're a little bit older than us, so I don't know how much it was for you, but, like, during high school, like, Migos mm -hmm. was everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it was so... Pro like, everywhere. I never just sat down really and listened to, like, Migos albums, but, I mean, when I was in high school, it was just always playing. I mean, they were, like, yeah, you know, like, the forefathers of, like, that, like, new kind of hype rap music, so... They brought... Yeah, and I feel like... Sorry. I was going to say, no, they, you're good. they brought, like, three against two into, like, the mainstream. They changed the game. Like, unironically, like, yeah. I think that's the thing. Is I don't that say that lightly. I, f I feel like Migos were one of those groups that felt, because they were so popular, um, kind of going back to my, uh, my point of, like, you can take it for granted, it kind of felt like someone immortal, like, died. I yes. don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it felt... Yeah. Migos as an yeah. entity... I felt like it was weird. I was like, oh my God, one of the Migos died. That doesn't make sense. It, like, didn't it, it, doesn't, it does not feel it's real. Not, no. yeah, you can't wrap your head around yeah. it. And They've always just felt like a group that was just going to always be there. Yeah. What was um, what made me really upset was just like, obviously it's very unsettling because they like split up. And it's like, I can't help but wonder if there were like any 
loose ends there. And, like, that probably feels really shitty. Like, for Offset. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we talked about that a little yeah. bit. How, like, yeah. one, of the, one of my first thoughts was, like... Like, did he have anything left unsaid? Mm-hmm. What was... I don't know. It's just really sad. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, I think they're all related, aren't they? I think... Yeah, Quavo no. Is yeah, so- Offset Quavo's is like Quavo's uncle. nephew. Yeah. And then Takeoff is Takeoff Quavo's is... nephew. Yeah. And then Takeoff. And Offset is Quavo's cousin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they all grew up together. Takeoff's mom raised all three of them. So they're basically brothers. Wow. I've heard Offset's yeah, a too... decent dude. Um,. I have a friend whose mom is a preschool teacher in St. Louis, and apparently she her, she had Offset's daughter, not with um, Cardi B, um, another one, and apparently Offset showed up to parent-teacher conferences one time, and he was a really good guy. <laughs> That's like my Offset story. Your offset. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also just wanted to imagine, I just like to imagine you're doing your like PTA meetings, and then Offset just kind of strolls in. Like what do you say? You think him? he has? You think he just like starts spitting ad libs walking into the? Do you think he roasts the other parents? Like, <laughs> yeah. Bad, bad and bougie is just always playing wherever they go. PTA president is decided by a rap battle this year. Sophia's shifted around in the chair. Yeah, because you need to move away. From I need me. to move my. What do you need? Okay. <laughs> we're still we're we're sharing a microphone on our end. So against not my decision. Do you want to buy another microphone? No. Okay, there we go. Anyways, um, but <laughs> anywho, really, yeah. really, I, I, really fucking sad. Yeah. Really yeah. huge <clears throat> loss. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, take off. Nothing yeah, else to say seriously. there. Rest in peace. Prayers to his family. Prayers to the other Migos. Yeah. I hope they can pull together in this tough time. I also want to add an obligatory, like, fuck TMZ. I hate TMZ. Oh, me on first shift Twitter seeing raw footage yeah. yeah we don't need to oh talk my gosh about yeah. that. i, I That's just, fucking hate oh. tmz all right let's move all on. right yeah we're moving on yeah. to die tmz <laughs> yeah we're moving on to our next <laughs> yeah, segment. our next segment is tmz death die. to tmz yeah. <laughs> um our next segment <laughs> is our album of the week which was brought to us by hannibal and it, if you didn't catch last episode our album is Coloring book by Chancellor Rapper from 2016, right? Or is yes. that 2017? 2016. That that All is right. the year. 2016. Hannibal. What a great but, year. Yeah, really great year for positivity, um, <laughs> yeah. and social justice. Hannibal, <laughs> take it away. Tell us about this album and your relationship with it. Yeah. So, um, coloring Sophia book. Just, I'm sorry. Rapper. Sophia just made the funniest face when I said your relationship with the album because it does make. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, I'm actually. How do you, how do you relate album? to that album, Hannibal? Describe on the senses. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> All right, Hannibal, go. Okay, so, coloring book, Chance the Rapper, came out in May 27th of 2016. And as far as labels go, Chance has always been very anti label. This was independently released by him. And a little fun fact about the album is that it was released streaming only. It was just released as a free download on its site, and it was also released onto streaming platforms. So the album was complete for free. There was no way to really buy it. I actually um, remember that. Um, and he, he ended up he ended up changing well, he didn't change Grammy rules, but he petitioned to it. And because of how good the album was, they ended up changing the rules. Because in the past, albums that weren't released in a form you could purchase weren't really considered albums. And they weren't able to be nominated for the Grammys. But uh, he petitioned for it because his first two albums, 10 Day and Acid Rap, were also released in the same manner. So he won his petition and the... Grammy board decided to recognize streaming only albums and this ended up being the first streaming only album to win best rap album or any Grammy, but he won best rap album of the year for 2016. So he really did make history with this one. I forgot he actually won it. I remember the controversy over it. No, it was, it was insane because 
people people write it off as just a mixtape, but it truly is a work of art. Mm-hmm. Um, Producers, as far as it goes, no, some noteworthy ones. We have DRAM. We have Kanye, K. Trinata, Kirk Franklin, and then a handful of other people on here. But yeah, that's that K. Trinata fact really came short. in hard. Me and you, Mike, dropped yeah, that. Yeah, I dropped that. I dropped that information bomb on these boys and girls. <laughs> Tactical information nuke. <laughs> yeah, inbound. Um, cool. All right, so tell us more about, I guess, I don't know, your personal perspective on the album and. Part of, you know, something I guess I want to introduce for the audience because they don't have a list of the things that we do each week in front of them um, <laughs> is aside from just talking about the album itself, um, each week I want. Or, you want? Yeah, because I'm the apparently the dictator of this podcast. The benevolent um, ruler. Wow. No, not benevolent. Um, every week we also want to give some the, whoever picked the album an opportunity to talk about specific to when they first listened to it um what the context for them was because i think that'll be a nice way to into everyone's background both with their music taste and also what they're bringing to us and why maybe it came to mind for sure so yeah, yeah. um like i said coloring book came out may 2016 <clears throat> still summer out and this is one of the few albums well not few albums but one of the earliest albums that i really remember listening to right as it came out and just day one, obsessed with it, obsessed with how happy the whole thing is. And we thought we mentioned it earlier for like a quick second. 2016 was kind of just like a happy time in general. Mm-hmm. And this album kind of just sums it up for me, sums up that whole like early adolescence for me, 2016 through like 2019 is just one big coloring book for me. And that's that's kind of why I love this album so much, because it reminds me of when I was younger. Not to say I'm a boomer now, but it it makes me feel like I'm a little teenager again. Yeah. I think that this album... <laughs> Mike, go <yeah>. ahead. <laughs> I think this album is, like, kind of... It's almost like a relic from that, like, 2016, like, happiness. Like, I, I mean... I know it's it's going to be different for everybody, but at least for, you know, Hannibal and I are relatively the same age. So we were both like, you know, similar situation when the album came out. And when this album came out, like literally everyone and their mother were listening to Chance. Like that is something that I can remember so much. Like literally, I literally, I literally played this album for my mom and she loved it. it it's just so, it has just like such a good energy and, it just, you know, it, it's just a crazy album that, I don't know, it has so many big features on it, and it, it even helped kickstart one of uh, an up-and-coming up rapper that, you know, has become, like, a superstar, at least in my eyes, Saba. He's on one of the bigger songs on the album. And it, it's just really just, like, a good memory, almost, just this album in general. The irony is I'm not the biggest fan of this album, and... The spoiler. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Um, and I was thinking, like, I was talking about this earlier in the week, how, like, we have a pretty slight age difference, but it's enough that, me- like, when music came out, we were in very different places. And I was saying how you guys probably like it a lot more than I do because basically of everything you guys just said, like, because I was mm-hmm. in a very different headspace and listening to like super emo shit at that point. And I was like, ugh, this is too happy. And I was, while I was dunking on it, one of the things I said was, I can listen to this song in the car with my mom and not skip a single song. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's interesting because like I look at it from a, like a negative perspective, but I like to hear that you guys appreciate that yeah i think that that's a good segue too into what our impressions were gonna be before we or i I guess our impressions were before we listened to it um yeah had jackson and sophia i know hannibal and i have listened to some many times together but i don't know if i've ever listened to it with either of you have you did you guys so was this your first like true listen through no so my my thoughts were i (laughs) okay calm down (laughs) um my 
So I was actually excited to go back to this album. Hannibal pointed something out, which is 2016 before November does have this very like orange happy energy to me. I know what he's talking about. And I like, I feel like the memories I have from like, especially that period of like the spring and stuff like that are just very bright for various reasons. Um, so I was actually excited to revisit it. I went to the coloring book tour. So I remember really, really, really liking this album when it came back. Um, or when I came out, I guess like, and I think what's funny is maybe this album is representative of how I've grown because the guys that I went to with, or I, I went to the concert with, I am no longer friends with really. Ooh, so I think that that's, that's like, spicy. In the, yeah. That's so, and I was spicy. also reflecting on I that. I smell the tea bit. brewing. So another really interesting thing, uh, at least for me about this album is that it kind of came out of like a really bad place for chance. Like he had moved to California and was just like really addicted to like drugs. And he was just kind of, you know, he didn't really have any long-term relationships or anything. And, uh, he moved back to Chicago to get back with one of his old girlfriends and uh, became like religious when she became pregnant. And uh, he just kind of like, it just kind of got bored out of that, which it, I, I think speaks a lot to how it, the album is so happy, you know, like how happiness can come from such a bad place like that. And yeah, I, I think it's just a really interesting thought, like a good consideration when talking about the album. That is really interesting. I didn't know about all that. I do know he was in a bad place, but I didn't know about yeah. him coming back to Chicago and the whole thing with his girlfriend. It's interesting. That, that clears something mm-hmm. up. I, I knew part of that history, but it makes a lot of sense because I remember being, he talks a lot about a lot of that stuff on the album. And I mean, yeah. part of what made Acid Rap so interesting was because a lot of that was about ways that he's fucked up. Like, so I think coloring book was funny, especially when I like listen when I first listened to it because it was such a like it had the the vibe of things like I don't know it was just like a, a big tone shift from an album that had been largely about like I don't know stuff that he is nostalgic about because he can't have it anymore like you know Cocoa Butter Kisses is like a bubbly song but it's largely about how he's like fucked up and he misses being a kid I think right yeah like, yeah. yeah yeah um yeah so what does everyone love about this album or what did they love about it this week Kanye. <laughs> no <laughs> i think we should maybe we should just address that right now oh uh, yeah i mean <laughs> what do we have to address Zero yeah Con- segue. Yeah, yeah kanye is on all we got he helped produce this album it was 2016 it was 2016 emphasis on that yeah and he was yeah. t- he we, we was- do not condone Kanye's recent actions. We, we do not support any of his yes. recent actions. And just, we're, we're just going to leave it at that. We'll, we'll maybe talk about that at a later date, but I don't think you that's have to more strongly denounce anti-Semitism. Yes. Like, I still I, don't yeah, trust you. I, I, this <laughs> is me it. denouncing anti-Semitism. Spell anti-Semitism. <laughs> All right. We need to move on. <laughs> we really need to move on. Uh, I cannot spell. But yeah, as far as, as far as love, it's just like, I feel like I've said this like six times already. We're like 15 minutes into the recording, but it's just so happy. Yeah. And it makes me happy. And I also like the transitions he has into some of those slower songs that have a lot of meaning to them, Mm -hmm. but they still really fit in the context of like such an upbeat, happy rap album, which I think he did a really good job with. I was going to say it truly is a feel good album. Yeah, and I think another thing, well, you know what, I'll just say, I think what I love about the album most is, like, how dynamic it is, because there's, there's like, your fair share of just hype songs that you would just listen to to, like, get pumped up or, you know, get in a good mood or anything, but there's also, like Hamble was just saying, like, the songs that kind of slow it down and have a lot more meaning to them, uh, what comes to mind, at least for those, is, like, Juke Jam, uh, How Great's a good song. Same uh, Drugs. Yeah, same drugs. Just like, yeah, th- how, how he can... An album can be feel as cohesive as this one does and, you know, have such different aspects and elements to the songs. It's just really impressive to me. 
Yeah, I think that the way that he kind of moves between genres is really impressive. I didn't know he had that much range, and I was a pretty avid acid rap listener. And so that took me off guard. I think generally just the like, the way that he took such a step forward, and this is something I was thinking about a lot when I listened to it again, it was such a step up from his last project in terms of how quality the production was and how much instrumentation he used and this was you know we talked about this last week this was our i would say around the year when like instrument use in rap really started to take off take off like and you started to see a lot more people getting way more sophisticated with that um but yeah i love the way he also kind of like plays around with different genres so like same drugs is a very like calm ballad ish type song but then he has no problem which is a fucking banger and then mixtape which is like an homage to the like i would say the the not like uh it's like an homage to the not um conscious rap scene and it's like yeah. it very it comes off like in a kind of like parody way. So I I, I like the yeah. fact that he he still didn't take himself <clears throat> too seriously, and had like grown up without like maturing past what made him good. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then I also just love every single thing Two Change says. Um, in No Problems, it is the <laughs> greatest, best verse of all time. <laughs> run shit like diarrhea is the greatest bar of all time yeah. <laughs> and i will not take it that's run. where i stop listening to we're running ahead like a helicopter <laughs> I, heard enough. So I heard enough i just love how like the contrast between that and like same drugs is just so fucking funny to me and the fact that the that i'm so high being god dapping exists on the same album as same drugs just cracks me the fuck up but yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I think that it covers a lot of bases and that's something that it, without being like it covers a lot of bases without getting too far off track, which is impressive. Um, so f- other side of the coin, what didn't we like? Sophia is ready to go. <laughs> I'm not. I honestly I, I, don't. I don't have that much to say. It's just not my thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's really that simple. I like Chance and like. I can listen to his music ambiently. Woohoo, it's good, but it's just not something that like I'm attached to, so it's hard for me to like really appreciate it. That's all. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. I think what I realized is I have outgrown this album. Yeah. This I was outgrew something it we talked when about. it came out. So so we've talked That's a lot about 2016 and the context for when this album was released. And I'm realizing how jaded I am just by going to college and starting grad school and working like during a gap year. It made me realize so many, so much of the feel good on this album just does not work for me anymore, which is, I th- think, more of a depressing reflection on me as opposed to a reflection of the album itself necessarily. But that was one thing is that I got by the third listen, I could not stand his goofiness anymore, which was funny (laughs) because that used to be one of my favorite parts of it. Um, and then I also just found that there were a few tracks that I just did not enjoy listening to anymore. Um, like I do not, I just do not enjoy Smoke Break, for example, at all. Which, again, I think is funny because a few years ago, that is an opinion that I wouldn't even have gotten close to. Like, Smoke Break has never been my favorite, but I still listened to it and didn't feel like I needed to skip it to get through the album. I had to skip it, like, the third time listening through because I couldn't take it anymore. Same with Mixtape. Mixtape, for some reason, is just, like, not appealing to me at all anymore. But I don't know what you guys are going to think about that. Uh, I can, I can kind of agree to the mixtape part. I, I do like, even, even when it came out, I wasn't the biggest fan of that song mm-hmm. just cause I, I just, I don't like the hook. Like I, Chance is just it's a parody, right? It has how to be. He's, yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of is. And it's like, 
I don't know. It just felt so lazy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Yachty's bar is the, bad. The whole... Yeah, <laughs> Yachty's yeah, bar is I, 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 bad. I didn't. I didn't really like Yachty's feature. The, the song feels kind of lazy, and just the whole "I'm the only dude that cares about mixtapes." It's just like, you know, Chance. I get it, but it's like address him directly. Yeah. Like, like the underground scene still exists. Like mixtapes still exist. Yeah, it's like. I get, I get you're popular, you're like the poster child of rap right now, and you're still releasing mixtapes, which is awesome. I'm glad he got this big without having to fucking gobble down some big label D, but I, I think that it, it, it gets overplayed, I think. I remember from the, the coloring aspect. From the coloring book tour, I remember this, when he did um, No Problem, the big screen had a bunch of like fake like satirical names for like the major record labels like sony yeah. was phony Whoa. and i was thinking about that while i was listening to mixtape specifically and i was just like he did not have to go that hard it went from being i was like that's not i don't find that nearly as funny as i used to be and it just came off as kind of i don't know hipster <laughs> i don't know if that makes i, I think to your boy hannibal yeah like it felt a little bit like he wasn't the only one doing that yeah and he did though do something very important which was i think make mixtapes more commercially viable um for sure mike i want you to I, if you i want you to respond here because i think Yes, I don't, I don't want people to be over polite about all of this. Like, I, I enjoy a good academic discussion, but I also know the strong, passionate feelings you have for things that you enjoy. So, yes, absolutely. <laughs> tell me about tell me about how you feel. Well, so as far as something that I would, you know, take points off for this album, um, I, I typically prefer like you know more of like a conscious rap album. Hell and yeah. it's not that this isn't that it's just that it's a little bit more topical i think you know like the words are just not as it's not like a kendrick album it's not like you know like mm -hmm. a saba album it's not anything like that so you know I'm, I, don't, I don't i hate to take points off for that but i just in my personal opinion i think that this is just more of like a you know turn it on like in the car turn it on exactly. you know when you're vibing with the boys something like that you know mm -hmm. it, it's just it's not like something that I would take as much time to appreciate as I would another album. Now, it's not to say it's not good, in my opinion, at least. But, um, yeah, I, I do also, I wanted to say this earlier, uh, but my uh, my mind is a maze. So, uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to say this earlier, but another thing that I thought was just really cool. So, when this album came out, um, it was like, it, I feel like it kind of paved the way for like gospel rap almost and yeah. i know we said we weren't going to talk about kanye but uh th this kind Please of i feel like kanye. i'm always happy well i i i feel like albums like uh jesus is king it, this kind of created an audience for that almost because it kind of just I put like fair. like gospel choirs and like the, you know all the horns in the songs is, is again mm. just like not something that you would ex expect to see because you know, when this album came out, we were listening to what, what were we listening to? Like Drake, a lot. Lil, Lil Uzi. Yeah, this, oh uh, this was God, a big yeah. time for like Lil Uzi. <laughs> yeah. It was it was like high school, you know. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think that going back to what I was saying way earlier, though, just uh, that was a total tangent. But uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't take it points off like explicitly for that. But I think that it's not as deep as it's definitely more of a superficial album. I think. When are, did you have something you want to say? Yeah, I was going to say, to your point on the gospel rap element, like, there's, I'm not making comparisons, I promise, but, like, there's a very specific feeling I get when, like, ultralight beam comes on, and it yes. just kind of, like, makes you feel really, like, good. That's it. <laughs> and, like, and this album has a similar way of starting, and obviously the elephant in the room is who's featured but like still i don't know it's a good it's a very strong open yes so what we're saying is that chance the rapper is to blame no for everything that's happened to kanye in the last six years um and again i want to welcome disagreement on this but 
Um, Hannibal typing away over there. I hear yeah, you. I um, no, I'm not. He's, he's stepping. <laughs> Are you Googling there. arguments again? <laughs> against <laughs> how to I'm, argue? I'm pulling up the I'm pulling Quora. up the Fantano video so I can copy every <laughs> single one of his takes. You're on Cora. How do I argue against Hannibal's, my friend? Hannibal's on Cora. Who is Chance the Rapper? I am recording a podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yahoo answers. Yahoo, Yahoo answers. Yes. Yahoo no, answers. they shut down. Yahoo oh, that's true. answers no, shut Yahoo down. It did. They yeah, did. It's, gone. Really? it's like a library of Alexandria. Now I don't. Oh know my gosh. Like, the end of an era um yeah so something that i one of the i would say the hottest takes that i had about this album Mm. for today was i think that you could probably cut three or four tracks for today sorry sophia just Uh, roasted the shit on me um i'm very i'm very interested to see what your three cuts would be I, I, i i could cut one or two but three is (laughs) <laughs> i hmm, think that, i'm interested i want to i want to hear your three cuts so i think what i so and again this is because i listened to it back to back so many times that i got a don't really give it good, a, just say it no disclaimer well no that's important <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a gun to my head right now <laughs> glock is loaded um no so i kind of started to realize there were tracks that were very, very structurally similar, rhythmically and also like melodically. Um, I think that the structure of All We Got and Angels is very similar. Mm-hmm. And I think that it could, that's a case of that one's a little hard to say because I actually like both of those ones, but I don't like Angels nearly as much as I used to because by the third listen, I was like, okay, this is just kind of all we got again. And it's just with Saba. And that's the thing is I love Saba on that. And so I feel like it's a case of those two could have, maybe the ideas for those two could have been combined. He could have maybe done more um, to make angels feel different, but the structure is very similar. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the two blessings thing, blessings one, I got really tired of. Oh, um, we are going to have a we are going to have a fight. I'm I know, Mike. Ahead. I know. This is the point of this, though. I fight by the. So I don't know. They're promoting violence. Hell yeah, fight. <laughs> Sophia endorses state-sanctioned violence. All right, sorry, fight, Jax, fight, fight. I really love blessings too, but blessings one just did nothing for me. But again, I'm not necessarily the target listener for that, so whatever. But and then smoke break, I think, could just be cut. And then mixtape could be cut uh, but we i think agree mixtape could be cut i think mixtape yeah, is if like i was a gonna cut track. If, if i was gonna cut any songs off this album i feel like i could the max i could probably do would be two and it would be mixtape and, and all smoke night. break oh really all night, all night is all night is good that's a bad oh, call I I, I in my I don't I just don't think all night has a place. Come on, know. big fella, you drunk, big fella. <laughs> you not a drink, big fella. <laughs> I can see your eyes, big fella. That's you the thing, the though, is nothing else on the uh, album. It is a good song. I see. I just want to cut. I, the thing is, is that in in my opinion, I I would I hate the question like that because I like to try to experience the album like how the artist intended mm-hmm. me to. That's and fair. If they put the song on the album, then I feel like it has at least some part. You know, it contributes at least something to the album overall. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I if I was just going to cut two songs, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely cut mixtape. Um, What's your guys' opinion on Juke Jam? Good song. I, I like Juke Jam a lot, and I I really like the Justin Bieber feature. I heart JB. That song <laughs> also you just like me. Yeah. That's no, Jackson's Canadian. Wait, I actually, I want to go back to what Michael said real quick. So, so that's a second really docs funny. moment. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah. Everyone go search all of Canada for Jackson. <laughs> There's like a, not I'm gonna very be many honest, people there. I love a Justin Bieber feature. I do. Me too. I think he's a very Me good. Too. He's a great addition to everything that he's just like hopped on. Like I mean that. I'm not saying that to be like goofy. No, I completely agree. I love it, especially when it's, he features on hip hop songs. Yeah, he he just brings such a melodic aspect to things. It just his voice it is makes smooth. it makes something beautiful. Like he he can make some pretty pretty, uh, for lack of better terms, cringe music. Yes, but 
No, but he's a good feature. When he, he he's I get my very, in Georgia. He's a very good feature artist. Adam Levine is and the same talking way. about very good feature artists, I think is a good time to do our best guest verse segment. I have too many. Since Cause they're all from they're all from it, it, well, Jack, it, this, That's, that's one thing that's beautiful about this album yeah. is that despite being absolutely loaded with features, I don't think any of them really missed. Yeah, for me, it's 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 two chains because I did not like two chains, and then I listened to No really? Problem. I did not go to hell. And then I listened to this <laughs> album, and it changed my mind. I love him. Um, and then of course, Run Shit like Diarrhea. I already said is just. I don't know. Poetry? I love. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I love the fact that that he just did not take himself too seriously. Also, I just love it. I think that it's one of my favorite like guest verses on any song ever because it it just immediately gets me like it gets the it gets the Jackson going. I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mike, how about you? Um, my favorite feature um i really like so just because i'm you know goofy i guess i really like the the call of my cousin nicole on how great <laughs> <laughs> um no but re for real though I, I actually think that the j electronica feature on how great is actually really good I, I love that verse at the end of that song yeah i, think I just love that song that, that think, song is just so powerful to me. I don't know what it is. I think that that's... I a, mean, not even a religious sense. It's just like... Yeah. I don't know. I think it's funny, too. I listened to that album. I completely forgot about the J Electronica verse on that somehow. And after listening to Donda, I think it's really funny now that I have multiple songs in my brain where J Electronica just comes in and talks about his relationship with God. This one I prefer a lot more, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> the Donda one. Can we get a, an episode where it's just all of us in the mic going, Donda. <laughs> Donda. 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 Man, how, how is, how, we're talking about Kanye more than Chance. No, Kanye. Yeah, we have to switch the topic. No more. Anyways. Uh, but no, adding on to what he said about the J Electronica feature, I think it's really funny that Chance just has my cousin Nicole credited as a feature on the album yeah. mm -hmm. like not not her actual name just my cousin nicole i think that's wonderful Good. and like if you click on her her name on spotify it'll take you to her page and it's just my cousin nicole there's something there but it's like that. it's like shit posting on spotify yeah. i love it can you um, imagine yeah. if your cousin did that? that that's just such a chance thing that feels so i'm gonna dm chance on instagram get featured on the next album <laughs> say he's my cousin my Instagram follower yes. Hanny is on the next album. My mutual. Um, Hannibal, who's your? Uh, did you say what your favorite guest is? No, I didn't. JB. And JB, JB is a very close second. I, I but, but I know I, it is. Who is it? Who's Michael? Saba. No, it's Lil Wayne. Oh, good call. Oh, that's a great call, dude. I just I call. I listen to that verse and like. Obviously, Lil Wayne was a little younger at the time of this verse, but like I'm just picturing like old, like 45 year old Lil Wayne rapping this verse. It's just so funny to me. Dude, I just yeah, and if the label try to stop me, they're gonna be a bunch of crazy wheezy fans. Oh, such a great bar. It's just like the that's a great example also of like the lighter flick, and then just him there. And I just wasn't paying it. I was listening. I remember the first time I listened to this album, I wasn't paying attention to like the track list. And that like was one of my favorite parts. I still remember yeah. this day was like Lil Wayne just I thought the pops was, up in there. I thought I was winding up for like an, a chance first before it ends. And then just like Lil Wayne just appearing and like fucking setting the record straight. So good. He, um, he, he just flows so well on this song. Yeah. He he has a good verse, but he also gets in some goofy lines, which just fit very well into the general theme of the album. Something Chance has always been good at is getting features that just fit like a puzzle piece. Um, yeah. Like a coloring and book? No, I'm kidding. You know what's a great example? <laughs> a, a great example of that, actually, Jackson, which is probably my second favorite feature on the album, is the no-name feature on Finish Line. Yeah, that's, Drown. like, perfect. It's yeah. a... It's, it, no-name is, like, a perfect like, end of the album 
come in and just like catch you off guard feature and, and i i feel like nobody could have like it, it had to have been her doing the verse yeah. like it's just it's just the song feels like it's literally made for that i don't know yeah. it's just it's i so agree good. and like especially with that song like with the whole finish line drown two-part type deal no name being the transition from finish line into drown yeah just works so perfectly with her style Mm-hmm. And I also just want to the- give a shout out to the people who um, contributed to Blessings Part Two because that's one of the best out, one of my favorite outros on anything. Absolutely, it is such a good closer. Um, something that yeah, I, Anderson Pack played drums for that. Something that I Hell was yeah. yeah, love my boy Anderson. Oh yes, something that I <laughs> something that I was thinking about that I never, it reminds me a little bit of the songs that we would do at the end of my church services growing up. And I went to a, I went to a very like uh, rando liberal. I, I, I Jackson went to a hippie church. I went to a hippie church. And so our like songbook was taken from a lot of different like Christian denominations. Um, but we would finish a lot of our services in those kinds of very involved that was we would always finish on very involved like group songs as opposed to just like something that was very like, like I would Mike's say hymns. yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I it just it kind of reminded me of those like closing out like the community kind of thing, you know, and so I I I never really put that together, and so I was really appreciating that listening this time. Yeah, I think one more thing that I just wanted to mention about the album that I just. I think it's just like a trademark of chance, or at least it has become a trademark of chance. Is and me and Hab were actually when we were talking about the podcast, what we we're gonna say. Uh, we were talking about this earlier, but uh, wait, you guys planned? <laughs> no, we did not plan. Me and Sophia have been talking for a week. Yeah, yeah, what? I could tell. <laughs> um, Jesus. <laughs> um, no, uh, chance is just like so good at just like making absolutely baller openings for albums like mm-hmm. on the, the opening for acid rap is super good the opening for 10 day is so good like his intros are just spot on like all contrary to popular belief the opening for the big day is also a very good song in my opinion we, we don't need to talk about the big day you are part of the problem we're we, we not talking about the big day anymore but the opening is awesome so wait, I want to also cover the tone setter thing. So what is the best way to listen to this album? And be as hyperbolic. Bro, the sun's want. gotta be out. The yes. sun's gotta be beaming when you listen to this one. Ideally, ideally you're in a car, windows down. It's like With a it's mom. like a smooth like eighty outside. No. <laughs> Michael, this is a summertime <laughs> anthem. I, I don't know what you're talking sweating. about. <laughs> you get, you're gonna be sweating in the car with the windows down going 95 down 90 95 uh, yeah, yeah I, i'll still be sweating so does the does the traffic officer also get to listen to this album with you when he comes to the window i'm not turning it down i was going Wait. about 95 once and got pulled over because i was listening to shit that i'm not gonna speak on but i was driving <laughs> okay really fast. that's I got pulled over while listening to this album. Okay. Oh, that really? was fun. Yeah, I got pulled over while listening up? to this album. Uh, it was actually really funny because I was, I think, what song was playing when I was pulled over? I think it was Angels was playing when I got pulled over. So oh. obviously I was driving way too fast. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I was driving down an unspecified highway and I see the cop and I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> and the lights turn on. And, you know, I pull over, I do my thing. I, I lowered, I didn't turn the radio off for some reason. So it was playing when the cop walked oh up to me. And he's like, no, and I they, get it. And, and he was like, uh, do you know how fast you were going? And I was like, I wasn't going that fast. And he was like, can you step out of the car? And then he went back to the car and grabbed his radar gun. And he was like, what number does that say? <laughs> and he just called me out completely. It was... A time. Yeah. And then I remember I was really upset because 
when I got back in the car, the album was over because I'd just been like getting pulled over for so long. Ugh. Fuck. It was very upsetting. Mike, what's the best way to listen to this album? A cab. Uh, <laughs> I would agree with Hannibal. I think this is like a really good album for uh, just like hanging out with people. So like in the car is a great time. If you're gonna play the album like all the way through, you should probably start at no problem because it'll just get the group so hyped that mm-hmm. everyone will just be like chilling you know and you and you don't think but, all we got is gonna get people hype oh well oh my god yes it will i don't know Listen, michael i know we don't support kanye anymore but that song is hype as fuck and we just, have to acknowledge it just go la la, la 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 whenever he's yeah <laughs> live no sensing. i uh i think that this is definitely like a this is a speaker's album for sure especially if it's like your first listen 100 yeah, I, I can confirm listening on headphones did not give any like add anything to this and i think actually well yeah i mean and it, it would be good to listen to on headphones but this is just like an album that is just made for like it's better having on, on when you're hanging out i, I also feel like you gotta be something. moving when you listen to this album yeah, the sound staging is there's not enough adderall in the world for me to listen to this with my headphones in all the way through I think something the sound staging is very open, so when you listen to it on speakers, it just has that like very open, warm sound. Which yeah, just it, listening it, on headphones that deadens it a bunch. It, it's it's produced to listen on speakers, I think. Yes. And yeah. and and you shouldn't. Re- I mean, it's it's a good this album to listen to on speakers too. Which is funny because so. acid rap is the exact opposite. Listening to it on speakers is. Weird. Yeah, I would agree with that. <clears throat> um, for me, I'm gonna set the scene. It's like a Friday night, like 9 p.m. ish. So everyone is like done with. I'm thinking of when I was in college in this case, but everyone's like pretty much done with like the work they need to be done for that day. But it's like the beginning of the weekend and you're sitting out on like a friend's porch and it's like playing not too loud, but you can all, you're all like kind of listening to it together. It's just yeah, good, it's you know. It's just, just like a, it's just like very carefree. Like you don't have anything to worry about the next day vibe, and it's good. Mm-hmm. That, sure. That's for sure. That's for sure. <clears throat> and God is very there. carefree. Yeah, and maybe Jesus, maybe Kanye too. Hell yeah! <laughs> and Kanye is and, being anti-Semitic and towards maybe, Jesus. Maybe Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber's there. Your dog is there. Um, Bro, your crush the is, joint there. is there. Ayn Rand is there. Iran. Ayn Ra- the country of Iran <laughs> yes, is there. the country of Iran is literally <laughs> in my family room. <laughs> um, thank you, Hannibal, for bringing us back to coloring book. Thank you for asking my ideal listening scenario. By the way, I forgot about me. Wow. <laughs> Sophia gets to watch. <laughs> this is one of those moments where I wish we had a live feed so everyone could see the fucking <laughs> see the facial expression. I just was saying there with my mouth half open trying to think of a zigger. Nothing fucking reached the top of my And, and, and the, the best part is that me and Hannibal know like what you guys look like and I can picture it, but no one has any idea. Yeah, I, have, I have the whole scenario in my head. Yeah, it's like I, I I have a good picture of what's going on over the there, but everyone's is- like we're sharing a mic, so Sophia's like four inches away from me too. So it's just like I'm trying to think of some snappy comeback, and she's just breathing, breathing. down my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Go not ahead. very expressive. Oh. oh, I don't have anything. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Oh my goodness. Why would you say? That? Oh my god. Um, that wasn't even funny. On a Sunday morning after church yes <laughs> yes i would actually you know what Sophia, that's, that's a good call. you guys you guys yeah, I was know gonna say, you know what like, my mom my mom in the driver's seat my dad in the passenger seat me in the back seat with a fun little beverage they bought me for being a good girl at church in church yes <laughs> you guys know like how i don't know if this is an experience with you guys actually but like how like you would hear music playing on like a Saturday morning and you'd know like you would have to wake up and clean. Was that an experience for you guys? No. Yeah, or it would, there would just be noise in the house. My house is very And messy. you just knew. I was going to say, one of us just has... Your guys' houses are clean? <laughs> like, I've seen Mike's house. Mike's Dude. house is very clean, but I also live yeah. with... I also no, live I was going to say, brother, there are, and I know why. <laughs> there are four people right now. One of them is a wasp. I'll never forget... <laughs> 
Peter's Peter's brother, when we all lived, like we moved into the same dorm sophomore year and we all shared one bathroom and he asked if we were going to disinfect the shower after we use it every single time. I love him. And we were like, no, probably not. And he, and he was like, and we're like, that seems excessive. And he's like, I mean, that I disinfect my shower after every single use when I'm at home. And we were just like, same. How did you survive freshman year when we had communal showers? <laughs> like, I'm um, not going to call him out, but I've shared a shower with him for 21 years. Well, not that long, I guess. But I don't think that's true. Really? Or, no, so or, he must or, 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 here, how about this? <laughs> I do not disinfect the shower after I use it. And we, we, we use this, the same shower for many years. <laughs> so, uh, Mike just leaves yeah, things someone, for him. As someone in the who shower. lived with Michael for like an entire month, I can confirm he does not disinfect the shower after yes, he uses it. The shower is naked when I get and out Mike's, of it. Mike's very water conscious, so he poops and pees when he's in the shower to save water. Yeah, I, I, I've never used a toilet a day in my life. <laughs> save a flush. Um, but, but yeah, like off that cleaning tangent, this is going to be the album. Like, on a Saturday morning, my kids are gonna hear playing downstairs, and they're gonna be like, "Fuck, we gotta clean." Dad's making and, us clean, and, and, and you're gonna be in the family room, and you're gonna be and like, I'm, "I got in the family room, room, room like all night. I was drinking all night. I was drinking all night." <laughs> you're fucking stumbling like, through the living room, just got get the up ho- and clean. Hoover in hand. Yeah. So let's move on to our next. Our next uh, segment, which is this week, or I guess this track in music history, so st- something that came out this past week. We again, there was actually a a few things to choose from here, and I picked two. Mariah Carey's Christmas album came out this week. That's a, that's a big one. Yeah, I was gonna say Jackson's like in no particular order. I picked two. <laughs> um, and then Nirvana's in, infamous slash famous um unplugged yeah, MTV concert unplugged. Yeah, yeah mtv unplugged con- um album finally came out um that's at least what musichistory.com told me um no big deal. <laughs> any any major reactions to this i think it's crazy that mariah carey's christmas album came out a month before <laughs> um and then i also think it's crazy that it's only been around since 1997 because it feels like it feels like it's should have been around longer than that given how it's yeah it, it's just always been there every yeah. every every winter i guess i have not known life without it i was gonna say it came out none in of us yeah none of us know i was actually surprised that it came out that long ago like it feels, really yeah it feels it's fucking timeless i'm sorry to yeah. say it <laughs> no <laughs> like, it is it is that I mean, song's yeah, not, not going just, anywhere yeah it's probably that's got to be like one of the most listened to albums, at least in the U.S. Yeah, like, I always, just overall. I, think it's, it's I mean, literally albums. everyone has that playing at least at some point. It's one of those albums that has definitely, if you count times where it's just playing out in public or in some like extra setting, it probably is like top ten of all time because that pl- song plays everywhere. She is Santa. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Yeah, I would go Santa. to the mall if Mariah Carey was Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're trying to sit, trying to sit <laughs> on her lap. They're trying to save malls in America, and they should have just made Mariah Carey Santa, and everything would have been fine. I would go. That's facts. Any reactions to the Nirvana release? I, I Rest in power, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, truly. Father of grunge. And also, shout out to Dave Grohl. Yeah, Dave Grohl is a good guy. <laughs> yeah. He's a... Hey, drums. And you know what? Shout out to the other guy who's in Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Who, who, who the other guy was? John Nirvana. Uh, shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, Joe Baseball. Shout out to Buddha. Shout out to Tim Apple. Um, yeah. That's terrible. Um, I remember I used to have to listen to the MTV Unplugged thing a lot. because have Pete, to. Well, I enjoy listening to it, but Peter would play it like back to back to back to back to back to back <laughs> in the car when we would go places. Um, yeah, we'd be driving back from like having a really good time at like a local brewery, and Peter would just put that on, and everyone would just be sit there for a little bit. <laughs> like, okay, it is. It's, it's a good album, though. I mean, it's definitely it revolutionary. Yeah. I think that it's music. it's definitely right. I think a significant moment in like music history, yeah. like the yeah. performance itself. Um, and it inspired way too many guys to buy acoustic guitars. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a. I have a. Well, this isn't really today music history, but go for it. Today, today is uh, Nelly's birthday. Yeah, so Nelly, I know you're out here listening to this, so happy birthday, <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> birthday, that, of birthday of the day. Birthday of the day. New segment. <laughs> I guess. All right. Before we close, any closing thoughts on coloring books? Stuff we discussed so Banger. far. Coloring books. But bang. I hardly know her. Pitchfork review, 7 out of 10. Banger, I hardly know. <laughs> Mike, any closing thoughts? did this album get on Pitchfork? It got yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I, I think this is just a really good, like, vibes album, Damn, you know? This album like, has a 9.1 on Pitchfork. Really? That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. Even Pitchfork it's was happier than... in 2016. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. Where do you, I guess a closing question would be, where do you guys place this in your, like, do you still consider this one of your favorite albums, or do you think that you have grown past this a little bit? I've not grown past this at all. It's still hanging on my wall behind me. If my camera was on, you would see it. Mike? Yeah, I don't I don't place it behind me for sure. I mean, it's still, I mean, do I listen to the album? Like, I mean, I used to listen to this album, like, probably at least some of the songs every day. Like back in, you know, like going into my my older years of high school and like early college, I don't listen to it every day. But anytime it comes on, I mean, I still know most of the words, and I'm definitely gonna vibe with it. So like, I don't put it behind me. It's probably not one of my favorite albums of all time, um, but that's just because I just think that there's more profound music. So yeah, Sophia, not on my radar. Remains not on my radar <laughs> thank you i think again it was it was the first listen was very nostalgic and then by the third lesson i was like man i've become a very cynical person um and then i also it's i think it, it it's definitely moved out of being one of my favorite albums um no problems is still one of my favorite songs and then i'm also just sad that I haven't really had any chance music that I've really liked um, aside from Donnie trumpet that like other than this album and acid rap. But anyways, um, we have to pick who goes next week. So can I go again? No, no. I pick all of our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the Hannibal music hour. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Get this man out of power. All right. I am running the randomizer. The wheel is spinning. <laughs> it's really thinking about this. Damn, that was a good sound effect. The Thank wheel's you. taking a long time. Jackson, you should just loop that clip and just... Sophia! Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> Sophia, what's your pick? I don't know. I have to figure it out. What do you mean you don't know? You have, you to, have to know. I have to... Think... I told you that yesterday. No! <laughs> this is all part of the production, folks. Fuck it, it's Jackson's turn. <laughs> Sophia's. No, Sophia, give it to me. Mike, it's your oh, turn. Give it to Michael. It's Mike's give it turn. To me. I'm okay, passing you're officially, it to you. You're officially passing the wheel, so Mike. It's officially get it. Mike's turn. It's Mike's Is my turn. name not on the wheel? Are you Mike? Joking it's me? your turn. No, you can change the probabilities apparently. All right, make, it's my um, it's my pick. Give us something great, mm-hmm. Mike. All right, our album for this upcoming week is going to be. Uh, 1999 by Joey Badass. Oh, interesting wow. pick. Glad I chose Mike. Yep, that's a very interesting pick. We yeah, really are just running the gamut. Of, is this this is just slowly becoming like a indie rap podcast? Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be, bro. You got me and is Mike Ken... on the scene. What did you? I, know, I was gonna say, like, I just think it's funny how. Um, I don't know. I'm glad you picked that one though, because that's a that's a little different from some of the yeah, options. I, I know way too week. many like really weird facts about this album, and it's gonna come out. So I'm excited. I I, I, I enjoy that album a lot, but I don't know a whole lot about it. So yeah, I'm, I'm ready for you to educate me. I'm, I I've listened to it a few times, and I really like Waves. So I'm interested to get to know oh, it better. You like Waves? All right. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but we're gonna have a lot to talk about next time. That's all I'm gonna say. Good. <laughs> Yeah. Sick.
Last week I forgot to do credits. Um, there are no credits on this show. It is uh, produced by. Credit to me for being the the most benevolent and omniscient music take guy of all time. Credit to Mike. For yeah. Credit to Michael most... for being a motherfucker goofball. <laughs> all right. To... All right. I'm revoking my credit. Credit to Mike for using misusing the most three plus syllable words in a one hour span. All right. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. This podcast is produced by us in-house, and we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Everyone continue Later. to climb on Mike some more. Hannibal Roast Mike one more time. Bro, what? Michael, if you don't get your big feet ass over here. <laughs> Bro, I got my big feet. Bro, you got some fucking chonkers in your legs. Bro.